Well, good evening, church. I get to come and uh, kind of share a little bit about uh, what happened during Vacation Bible School here at uh, Fisherville this uh, past year. We had an uh, amazing uh, week uh, here, um, but uh, I guess I could just give God the glory that we serve an awesome God, and just that we have an awesome church, and uh, we had around over 230-something kids here, each kids and adults each and every day. And I guess the awesome church that we have is that we had almost a one-to-one ratio for workers and kids, which I don't know, in children's ministry world, I am excited that we, when we have that many workers, that many volunteers that serve each and every day, whether it was through crafts, Bible story, uh, missions, recreation, uh, music, sound, media, all those different things, administration, it was awesome to have that many people serving here at Fisherville, and to see that many kids here that we got to impact. We had several visitors uh, that week that we were able to minister to and reach out to. Um, we had seven salvations that week uh, when uh, Brother Jeff brought the um, salvation message on Thursday that week. Uh, so it was awesome to have seven salvations to see the impact we've had, and we've also had several people that have actually visited weeks afterwards because of Vacation Bible School, that they came here and that we've been able to plug them into our different classes and different things and see them come and visit with us and hopefully they're finding a church home here. Um, but I have a couple people that are going to speak uh, tonight about Vacation Bible School. Uh, Miss Teresa Smith is going to be our first speaker for the night and let her share what uh, God's laid on her heart. And then right after her, Miss Ronnie Starr is going to speak. It's all yours, lady. Thank you. Well, I wanted to talk about why VBS. Um, the kiddos come, they have fun, they eat cool snacks, um, they make crafts, get to be with friends, cousins, and family, make new friends, learn new songs, learn about God, making memories that will last a lifetime. The adults, they're wise, they work with their friends, uh, get to know others from our church better. I've seen that a lot here. Um, teach kiddos, decorate the buildings, teach kiddos how to craft, pray, um, praying for the kiddos and workers, making snacks, um, teach about God. We have their security here, office work, counting money. Uh, we have different workers everywhere, putting things on the seats for the teachers, running errands, and many more things. But ultimately, VBS is about the kingdom of God. All that we do is to, is to point each person to God. We teach God's word of who his son is and that he died on the cross for each of us. We do that in the messages of the songs, talking with them during snack, wreck, and crafts. There's no better time throughout everything we do during the summer than the opportunity through VBS. We do that, we do that as a team. Uh, while some, some are able to directly talk to the children, others have helped to get all the other things done, such as the decorating and the cutting out our stuff for us. And by helping make sure all the paperwork is done, by doing security to keep us all safe, by praying for everyone and everything that's taken place before and during our VBS. Um, even the greeters that we have, we have um, the cooking and the setup that we have them for family night, uh, coming to family night just to connect to the people. It's a local mission that we all can be involved in, and it ultimately makes an eternity of a difference. Um, in Matthew 19, 14, it says, But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. Deuteronomy eleven nineteen, You shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you are sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way and when you lie down and when you rise, that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn and arise and tell them to their children. 
because I think about Miss Clarine that's here. She's one of the ones that taught me. And now I teach my grands, and in hopes that those grands can teach the couple of more generations. Um, I think of all the ones that were here, that are now gone on to their eternity. And with anything that I do during the summer, it might, might, might not make an impact. We have fun, we have a good time, but ultimately we get to tell all the children and our coworkers and stuff about Jesus because there are some that actually come in and work that don't profess Christ as their savior. And it's an opportunity for us to invite those to come and be with us too. I'm here for support. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to tag on to what she said, I don't know about y'all, but um, Vacation Bible School Week is my absolute favorite week of the year. It always has been my favorite week. I remember, I, I don't, some of y'all don't know me that well, but if you know me really well, you'll know that I have a horrible memory. I forget a lot of stuff. I don't ever forget about Vacation Bible School. I remember from when I was little going to Vacation Bible School. I remember themes and songs from when I've taught Vacation Bible School. It's the best week of the year. It's a very hard week, but it's the best week. Um, one of the things to tag on to what Teresa just said, is of my, the coolest things about Vacation Bible School is how there is a place for everybody. No matter what your gift or talent is, it can be used in Vacation Bible School. And I think that's amazing. I mean, she covered so many more things than I even thought of, right? I just had a few things. But she covered so many of the things that we need people for in Vacation Bible School and how important it is. Um, and even if you can't physically be here that week, you can help pass out flyers. You can invite people to come. You can pray everybody can be involved if you want to be involved. Um, so I'm going to try to do this and not cry because Bart sang one of my all-time favorite songs just now. We just sang one of our, my favorite songs. And the middle verse is my favorite song. He left that one out. So I'm going to, I'm not going to sing it, but I'm going to read you the words to that middle verse because that's what Bible school is all about. It doesn't matter how many times you've told these stories? Keep telling them. It will inspire you probably more than it will the kids. I mean, you will get something new out of it every time you tell it. That God will say something brand new to you that he's never said to you before. So listen to this verse, verse 2. I love to tell the story, tis pleasant to repeat. That's what we do every year in Bible school. What seems each time I tell it more wonderfully sweet. I love to tell a story, for some have never heard the message of salvation from God's own holy word. That's why we do Vacation Bible School. That's why we put in that work a week after school's out when we're supposed to be relaxed. That's why we come. That's why we do that, because some have never heard, and they're going to come, and they're going to hear it from you. And you might get a text from one of your kid's parents and say, that says, boy, Miss Ronnie preached today. <laughs> but that's what it's about. It's about sharing the love of God, and I thank you all for the opportunity that you give us to do that every year and to support us in that every year. It's the best time. If you haven't been in it, you need to be in it. You're missing out. 
Thank you. It's funny, I hear laughing when I'm walking up. <laughs> it's okay. I receive that. I receive that. Hey, so, um, like I said, um, or like you know, I'm pretty new here. So, when it comes to street reach, I had absolutely no clue what to expect. I had no clue what to expect. And I figured it would be very similar to um, just another inner city missions trip. Um, but for me and my wife and our kids, we are absolutely blown away by what Street Reach offers and just the, um, what, what they allow our teenagers to be a part of and to experience. I was highly impressed by um, a man there named Pastor Tim. His passion and his enthusiasm for reaching our city, for reaching um, his backyard, just the stories upon stories upon stories that he would tell. Um, it made me so convicted at times, and it made me feel like I do absolutely nothing with the calling that God has put on my life, but um, he is so passionate about what he does, and that's one of the greatest one of the greatest takeaways I took away is, man, I want our teenagers to be around people that are over the age of 50, not looking for retirement, but still pushing hard after the kingdom of God. Uh, so that was one thing that absolutely um, blessed my heart was Pastor Tim and Jason and that entire team, but also just watching our students and, and the teenagers in our church as, as they rallied children from nearby homes to come out to Jackson Park and to do Bible club and crafts and, and all this stuff. My, one of my favorite experiences personally was um, already being on site and then just to watch our teenagers just like come over like this hill almost and they're holding the hands of all these little children and everybody has smiles on their faces. I mean, and even the last day, they're still smiling. They're on the brink of exhaustion, but they're still... <laughs> Um, smiling, and more important than their smiles was just hearing them very clearly share the gospel. And that is um, one thing that I will forever cherish is just hearing a clear gospel off of the lips of teenagers. Um, so that was incredibly encouraging, watching them lead those backyard Bible clubs, gospel conversations, serving, cleaning, um, loving each other, you know, there were so many things that, that blessed me. Um, but also, um, another big takeaway that I took, and I cannot forget it, was just how so many of you that have teenagers in the student ministry, or you serve in children's ministry, uh, Pastor John, they, you guys just showed up day after day serving lunches, and just it was just a beautiful picture of what the church is. It's a team. Uh, we're all coming together for one purpose with one mind and one heart. And uh, that was one thing I just was absolutely um, impressed by. But for the first trip at Fisherville, I'm just saying I can't wait to go back next year. I cannot wait to load up two buses, maybe three buses. Maybe we'll just have to buy another bus and just to get some teenagers uh, 
to the inner city of Memphis to, to serve out is an incredible, incredible um, time. So what I want to do now is um, invite Jay and Paige up, and they're going to share about Street Reach. And this is Jay, and this was our first year at Street Reach, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it was such an amazing experience. And I grew so much spiritually and closer to God, and it was just amazing. But um, the first day was pretty scary because <laughs> you had to pick up these kids in their houses, and it was a little intimidating because, you know, they got all these, like, pit bulls in their front yard, and you hear all this stuff going on, and it's a little scary, but it's kind of cool how, like, after the first couple of days, God just, like, wraps his arms around you and makes you feel safe and comfortable with everything because, like, the first day I was terrified, but after that, it felt like kind of, you know, it normal. Calm, yeah. It was, yeah, it was calmed down, and all the kids there were just amazing, and I, I wish I could go back right now, but <laughs> probably wouldn't be the best idea, but um, it was just, the kids were so amazing. Um, there were these three sisters in particular, Addie, well, one of them was the aunt, but Addie and Sammy and Sophia, and they lived in the apartments, and they were just so like excited to come every day, even though they had like nothing. They were still so excited and like we we stayed in this park, Jackson Park, and like it was literally just covered in glass and trash and they were still coming up with things to do even though we couldn't really do anything. Like Addie was naming the trees and stuff and saying all the trees had siblings and telling me what they looked like and it's just God moves people in different ways, and it's just amazing how much, you know, everybody grew closer to God at Street Reach because I feel like that it was just, it was such an amazing opportunity, and I'm so glad I took this opportunity to do something good because this was my first mission trip, and it was probably the best mission trip I could have ever asked for. It went so smoothly. Well, except for one day, but because <laughs> um, we were going to go to a community center or something, but something was happening over there. But we still got to do stuff with the kids. We got to play with them at Brinkley Heights, and um, we went to a nursing home and got to talk about all um, the people in their faith, and we prayed over this woman. She was just having a hard time because... Her daughter wasn't coming to visit her enough. And, but, you know, all the people at Street Reach, like the people in charge, they took her name and all, and they're going to come visit her regularly. And it's just amazing what they can do. And I'm just so blessed to have this opportunity and very thankful that I took it and that we were able to because it was just incredible. So this was my first year. Last year I, um, I was asked if I wanted to go. I was like, no because it's in the inner city of Memphis, which is a dangerous area. And um, so this year I went, I had a lot of fun with all of my friends, been able to share the gospel with the kids and just like <clears throat> play games and share Bible and music and they've been doing crafts. 
Now, two of the days, or two or three of the days I, when I went, I went and walked the um, streets and helped pick up kids. And then the other days I stayed back and <clears throat> uh, helped set up. Like Blake said, watching the kids come over the, um, the hill and come around the corners with the, uh, with the youth was, was amazing because they were just smiling and they were just excited to see us and they were excited to learn and play. And then also we didn't just do street reach, we helped around Brinkley Heights one of the days. We helped clean up the um, gym and helped mow the lawn, just help uh, set it, make it look better. And then um, we also went to a nursing home which was a lot of fun because they're fun to, to hang around. And then it was just a fun experience in total and I'm definitely gonna go back next year if I have the chance. I forgot to uh, mention earlier with uh, our VBS missions offering that went to support Brinkley Heights and uh, the academy there, the church there and the academy in Street Reach Ministries. And amazingly, we uh, reached or we had a goal of close to $3,000 and we were able to raise that from our boys and girls here at Vacation Bible School. And I don't know how much that, that speaks to my heart of how much of a giving church we are that our kids, I mean, we, I know parents kind of gave that because they wanted to see me get covered in whatever it was. But uh, um, it is amazing that a church our size and our, we have such giving hearts to give to, a street, uh, to that ministry, Brinkley Heights and Street Reach, which is, it just blows my mind how much each and every year we've given to them uh, to help support that ministry and then help support Street Reach as our youth get to go there each and every year. Um, so now I get to talk about uh, our Iowa family mission trip. Um, which we just had just a couple weeks ago. Um, just uh, we had over we had around 57 people go this year to our uh, uh, mission trip this year. Which I don't know that's that's a huge number, but it, it's amazing to see that many people go and serve. And that's families, kids. I mean, we had uh, kids. All the, I don't know which our youngest child that went, but we uh, I think two years old to all the way up to I'm not, I won't say the oldest person that went on the trip. She may be in the room, I'm not sure, but, uh, but uh, it's uh, amazing to have families go and serve in uh, um, Davis City, Iowa. Uh, we had, uh, what we did each and every day, we had a vacation Bible school that uh, most of our ladies and some men helped run each and every morning. Uh, we had around 50 kids uh, on average that went to that from preschool through 12th grade. So we kind of go a little longer uh, to our, our youth ages for that. So we had Vacation Bible School, and while that, we had uh, the men, and I, we did some construction projects throughout the city to help uh, some people that were in need that couldn't physically do things to their house uh, or different things like that. We put some handicap rails in. Uh, we painted, and uh, we did a lot of scraping and painting. Uh, it's exciting stuff. I mean, I know the men can tell you that was exciting, just doing some scraping and painting, but it, it was fun. And then we got a chance to work on a church uh, in the area, too, that was built in 1875. Uh, we got to do a little work there. Just neat to see uh, that old of a church, and it's still there, and we could uh, clean that church. We did that as a team, uh, and then we did uh, several things at night. We had a men's night. Uh, we had a, a watermelon and a worship in the park one night, and then we had a family night, and to see people come out for that. Um, it, it's, a, it's hard to describe. Uh, 
I know uh, Miss Kathy Hamner will be speaking here in a minute, and Nick Ritchie will be speaking. But you, you can ask the team. The team just—it's hard to describe um, that area, uh, just the the, um, the lostness in that area, and just the different things of coming together as a community. And I, I think almost when we get to come each and every year, we provide some opportunities for the community to come out. And I said, I bet they don't see each other too much outside of the areas that they come to our, our, wash, our watermelon in the park or family night. Um, we, we had, I mean, it's a little small community. I mean, if you blink when you're driving through, you'd miss it. But, but to see those families come and interact with us, interact with our team, that uh, they, they're excited when we come each and every year. Like when they see us coming, I mean, they, they almost meet us at the community center that we get to serve there. It is an awesome experience. It's an awesome time that we can share the love of Christ. We got to share the love of Christ with the people's houses we worked on and then the kids and the families and just to see uh, the impact that we had with them. But at this time, I was going to ask Miss Kathy to come up and then Nick, you're, where are you hiding at? Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, you usually in the back. So. I'm not going to preach. I just had a lot of notes. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, Ronnie. I don't want to cry either for sharing that about Vacation Bible School because it has a special place in my heart, too, because I was saved during Vacation Bible School. And I remember right where I was sitting. Uh, and so it just blesses my heart to be able to go on these mission trips where we do vacation Bible school. But I wanted to share um, a couple of verses with you. This is in Romans 10, um, 13 through well, different ones. Uh, Whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? How will they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And so I was going to tell you, thank you, church, for sending out 57 missionaries. And um, as John said, there were uh, two-year-olds two there. But one of the things that really blessed me was um, Sunday, we went to uh, Calvary Baptist Church in Leon. It's a very, very small church and had worship service with them. And uh, our team goes in and we lead in singing uh, songs, some of them Vacation Bible School songs. Our kids get up there and sing uh, for them, with them. And uh, I think John preached, and right? <laughs> That's been a while, <laughs> been a few weeks. And um, then we go over to Davis City and set up a, uh, the community center. And you ought to see everybody work together. I mean, we've been doing it since 2006. I checked with Wendy. And um, so we go in this uh, community center, and these guys just start taking tables down and moving chairs and setting everything up. And some of us, with that many people, we didn't want to get in the way. So we took out into the community and started passing out flyers that shared uh, what time our vacation Bible school started, that we had a the women's ministry uh, Bible study going on, we had uh, the men's night, everything that was going on and what time it was gonna start. We had these little flyers. So different groups kind of scattered off. And I was blessed to have Risa in my group. 
And you talking about a little missionary, she really wanted to go knock on those doors and, and hand those people those flowers and tell them what was going on during the week. So thank you, Risa, for going with us. I think uh, we got a couple of pictures of her, too, doing just that. I mean, she really was just banging on that door and, and sharing. Um, and then uh, something else that we did this year that we haven't done this way uh, in the past, we gathered on Monday morning um, before Vacation Bible School started. We gathered as a group and presented our prayer requests. We presented praises. There were a lot of things going in, on in our lives uh, back home, and so we wanted to share that with the group. And uh, then uh, someone would pray, and then John would play a song uh, that would just help us focus on why we were uh, there. You know, to set up one, it was, uh, we belong to you, and um, 10,000 reasons, and just different ones that we could sing along, and just set the mood in our own hearts of what we were going to be, uh, be doing there. So those were things that really just blessed me this year. And we go out thinking that we're going to minister to these people, but so many ways they minister back to us. Um, the um, Wednesday night at Watermelon and the Word, where all the community comes together, the church from Leon comes over, uh, all of our kids, different ones sing and share testimonies. And this year there was a girl there named Maggie. Uh, Maggie has been coming since she was small, since we've been going and all. And uh, she shared her testimony, which really meant a lot to us to know that we've been such a blessing to her and help, uh, helping her in her walk with the Lord. And then another one is a little girl named Lynn. Uh, Lynn has had a difficult life. And last year, she was in my group, which was the third and fourth grade, and she asked Jesus to be her Savior. So during the year, I send them little notes just to encourage them and, um, you know, to try to have them read certain things in their Bibles. Well, this year, she was in, she had moved up to Ivy Richards' group. And we gave the kids Bibles this year, and it was their Bible. They wrote their name on it. Um, and for my group, and I think for uh, the first and second grade, we had them use the Bible every day. They left the Bible there so that they would have it there to use the next day. Well, Ivy gave them homework, and she had them, like, the first day, she had them read Genesis 1. And she told them, you know, tomorrow I'm going to ask you questions and see if you read that book. And it was, it just encouraged me to see that she was teaching them further, you know, not just sharing the word of God um, with salvation, but encouraging them to go home and, and have devotions. This little book, and I did tell my group the last day, this little book has, um, this Bible has 30 devotions in the very front of it. It has a scripture verse and just, you know, a, a paragraph or so that our kids could comprehend. And all. it also has, um, a section that tells uh, different emotions, like if you're going through anger, where to find that in the Bible. The very last page has the plan of salvation. 
So um, we share the plan of salvation on Thursday uh, in particular and pass out these little slips and ask them um, <clears throat> if they're interested in knowing about more about Jesus or if they're a Christian, if they already have invited Jesus in their heart, um, if, um, if they're not interested at all, or if they have questions. And if they have questions, what's the question? So we had two that said that they were ready to invite Jesus in their heart. And we talked with them, but I really don't think they truly understood yet. So just pray for them because I know um, one little boy I had in there last year, he'll be moving into fifth grade, but he has a lot of family problems going on right now. And his name is Connor. Connor's been coming since he was real small. But, um, and he said that they used to go to church, but they're not going anymore. And his family, his uh, mom had, had shared um, with them that morning that um, she was leaving her dad, their dad. So I think part of the emotion of that and then us asking him if he wanted Jesus in his heart, he just, I think he was just really confused and what do I want to do? And so anyway, we um, are going to write them letters and encourage them, you know, to read their Bible, to, to seek answers in God's word. Um, another one is um, the twins. Um, I know Miss Betty remembers the twins from preschool, and now they're in the youth department. And these boys are so different. I mean, they were just wild kids when they were little bitty. I mean, really, really bad. And one year after we came home, they did take uh, some things. Uh, we've left Bibles before, but they did uh, say that they went in their room and asked Jesus to come into their heart and be their Savior. So when we go, we plant these seeds. Uh, someone else may come along and water them, but God gives the increase, and we are so thankful for that. Um, there is a great-grandmother that comes. There's one that Nick may share with you that has a birthday this month. She'll be 91. And the men went and worked on her house, and you know who that is. Um, also, the church at, at um, Leon, um, there was a girl there that brought five visitors one day. We kept telling them, bring your friends, bring your friends. And she would bring two here and two here. Anyway, it was a total of five that she brought. And she said, I'm a missionary too. But her grandmother goes to the church in Leon, and she said that now that she's got their addresses and all, she's going to go by and, you know, try to get these kids to come to church so that, you know, they can share with them. And um, one last thing, and then I'll let you have it. <laughs> you can use the whole time. Oh, no, no. Okay. Um, Romans 12. 11, well, let me go back up. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, and devoted to prayer. So I want to end with asking you to pray for these people. If you see or hear on the news or anything, anything about Iowa, Think about the kids that are up there in Iowa. 
they don't, they're not privileged like we are to have a nice building to come into and to worship. And we are just so blessed here, y'all just really don't realize. Each one of us has a testimony to share. And I think God will hold us accountable. It's not all the same. They're not all gonna be Paul experiences. But we each have a testimony, and I think we need to share it. Just don't go, don't leave, <laughs> don't leave me step here. Uh, so, so this was the first year that, that, um, that me and my family had the privilege to go. Uh, put your camera down, girl. <laughs> no, uh, so Je Jennifer's my wife, uh, Stella's my daughter, Paige who got up earlier is my daughter, and Colton. Um, for those that I haven't met. Um, but we, we ended up going on this trip because Paige decided that she wanted to go. So like the Bennetts, like Sean talked about last year, he, um, they ended up going because Braden had a birthday that week and that's how he wanted to spend his birthday. And lo and behold, that's how Paige wanted to spend her birthday this year. So um, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, we just, you know, I knew that from what Sean said, there was a BBS, and it was centered around BBS, which isn't necessarily uh, one of my spiritual gifts to spend the whole day with, you know, the little kids. But it is Jennifer's, so she, she, was, uh, she, she was going with us. But um, they, I did know that they did projects, and, you know, I'd rather do projects on somebody else's property. That way, if I tear anything up, it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not our home, but... It, it was fun. Um, that, that was, you know, it's, it's always um, a blessing to, to help other people. But really what, you know, for, for me, the, the part that I wasn't prepared for, um, and I tried to think about how to explain the, the area, um, which I don't know how you do explain it because they're the, they're, and there, there's several folks that have been on this trip before, but they're just lost. Um, the... <laughs> Part of this is not me getting emotional. It's just I'm not prepared to speak, uh, so that's why you're not going anywhere. You stay here. But th this area is—it's um, like Mormon, so it's—it's um, it's not even Mormon. It's Reformed Latter-day Saints, but they—they—they um, just—they don't know the gospel. They don't know the—they um, don't—they don't quote scripture and. I learned all this from uh, Woody. Uh, Woody Ladner, I think is his name. He, um, he, he, he shared a lot with me. He was from that area. He, he grew up Mormon. He, um, he's now a Baptist. I think that's how we got involved. He was a, a Baptist seminary student here in Memphis and has ties. And so he's, he just has a heart for this place. So because our family and the Rogowskis, there were, I think, nine of the 50-something that went. So... We took our own car. Well, it was, you know, Jennifer's, um, her Yukon's, you know, third row. It holds eight people. So we, it, it worked out that every morning I could ride with Woody and go around and, and pick up these, uh, these teenagers from the town. And there, there was a couple of young kids, too. They, some of the older teenagers, I think, are uh, sort of father figures to the, and mother figures to the little ones. But, um just getting to, to see a peak in their life is, was a blessing for me. And, um, you know, I've, I've kind of felt like I need to uh, do more to, to be, um, to, to use the gifts that we have. So 
this was this was an opportunity to um, just to to be there. It wasn't, you know, me personally. I didn't give through the day to the VBS like the the, the women did, but um, you know, I, I was I was proud of our our group, <laughs> um, and I was proud of the the church for the the love that we that we poured on this fam this uh, community because these women they did they they just they loved on those kids. Oh, so anyway. I do have some stories. If, uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> we'll see if I can get if I can talk through these. But so there was um, <clears throat> there were there were these houses. The, the lady that had the birthday was she the the greenhouse? Uh, I, I don't know. Her name is Alta Graham. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't meet her, um, but I think she is she a believer? I, I didn't. She was Maggie's great grandmother. She was okay. So, yeah. So I did not meet her. Um, there were there was one family that we helped. The the, the husband was having a, a trait put in that that following week, and you know we had an opportunity to pray with him, and he he did not know uh, he did not know, I don't think that they were believers. We we asked if they have a church family. Um, they they did not. They they kind of were caught off guard. They asked us how much we they owed us because they didn't know why we were there. So it gave us an opportunity to just tell them that, you know, we're doing this in Christ's name, and they, uh, and they let us pray with them, and so we're just planting seeds, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened with that family, if, um, or, you know, some of the others, but um, there was um, another family that we also helped with, and we had, the, the lady was having a surgery, and we, we prayed with her, uh, they, they said that they were Methodist, but they haven't been going to church, there weren't a lot of churches in the area, so they, they everybody was very kind, very polite, um, but they just, they, they were lost. I mean, they, they, they were just getting through each day. Um, you know, they weren't, it wasn't uh, a lot of violence that I could tell. There wasn't um, a lot of, you know, they, they weren't wealthy. It was, it's not a wealthy community, but, you know, a couple of the girls lived in trailers, and, you know, they, they had a hard time, but you know, they just, they were just getting through the day, and we're, Kathy mentioned how blessed we are, um, we are, it's, it's not the building, though, it's the, the people, you know, we, we have a, we have, our church is, um, it's special, and, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud to represent Fisherville, um, because those kids, they know it this week, they, they take it through the week, and, um, uh, they, um, you know, it's it's just a, a light that they have for for a whole year. So, um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, and then there there was one last thing I was going to share. There there was a on the family night. There was a gentleman that uh, Tanya Pugh had brought in and said he was going through a hard time, and so he came in the kitchen and kind of told us that he was going through a separation um, and. He, uh, you know, come to find out he was going through a divorce. He had three kids, I think, or four kids. And he, um, you know, Jeff, Jeff Penn uh, prayed with him. And we, as a group, we prayed with him. And, and he kind of teared up. And he said he wasn't supposed to be there that night. Um, so it's just the way that, that God moves. And he is, um, if, we're, if we're available, he will use us. So anyway, I, w I didn't think I was going to get 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> choked up it off. But, uh, anyway, uh, it's a. Uh, this trip is special. It, it, the, the area is not a huge area. There's not a, a lot of people to draw from, like the city of Memphis, like um, like Street Reach, but they, they need us. They, they, I, don't, I don't know what they would do for the rest of the year without us. I'll also mention that um, this Thursday at 9.30, the, some of the Iowa uh, people are meeting to uh, pray for these people and to write notes to them and encourage them. So, if you can come. Our God is good. And I am thankful for the call he places on his people to serve. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. For the many of you here tonight who uh, went out and served, thank you for those who weren't able to go but were praying for our people. I feel like everybody in our church has a role to play in the mission of our church, whether it's by praying, whether it's by giving, whether it's by going, serving, whatever it is. Uh, we do these things because God's people are willing to do them and, and are active in that. So thank you so much. And thank you for all those who shared tonight. Thank you for blessing our hearts by uh, sharing what God placed on your heart. Let's pray. Father God, we do thank you for the testimonies that were shared tonight. And I do pray that this would be something that would motivate our church to continue in the mission. God, be with us as we go from this place. May we continue the mission even when we walk out this door, even when we go out this driveway and enter into our community. And it's in Christ's name we do pray. Amen. You're dismissed.